0: Hey there, thank you for joining the live podcast, a podcast provided by the Love Yourself Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit aimed to help spread the message of self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building a better relationship with yourself, but a better relationship with others and with our beautiful planet. So if you're on a mission of self-healing, of self-improvement, of self-discovery, this podcast is for you. Be sure to like us on all social media platforms at the LY Foundation, at our website, thelyfoundation.org. And we're so thankful that you found us and we just hope to help you no matter where you are in your journey and to remind you that you are the most important person in your life. Enjoy the episode. What's up everybody? Monica Garcia here with the OAF podcast on the show called Equanimity and I am joined by my ho- co-host Jackson. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've been on here and I'm happy to be back. Yeah, how are you feeling Jackson?
1: Good. It feels yeah nice to be back as well just to have long extended conversations with you is always a joy and mm. to do that here with some intention and positivity behind it that's always nice
0: yeah I agree I remember when I first started to connect with Jackson and I'm like oh my goodness we can really talk about so many things it's so great
1: <laughs> I love it we talk too much I'm sure for some <laughs> people, but it's really nice and, and very calming too I don't know if you get I feel like we've probably talked about that before but I'm sure you get that review on your voice and when talking to people it's a very calming thing so if Mm. anything it's a good podcast just to help you fall asleep at night
0: I feel the same way about your voice Jackson so let's hopefully we give some good vibes to the people listening to (laughs) us if they haven't forgotten about us but yeah so we have some fun things planned for our show this season but before we get into those details we wanted to just kind of catch up and Talk about how winter was for us, how spring has been for us, what has helped us find equanimity, that balance, and then go from there. And we have an exciting book that we're going to be deep diving into. But before we get into that, let's just have a little catch up. And how is this winter for you, Jackson? How is springtime for you?
1: (laughs) Spring was lovely. Winter is always tough. I'm just overall a cold person just cold all the time so when it gets like that here and the wind it, it's the fashion game goes up for sure but I don't go out as much and the winter gets to me but to have friends and family just to go over to their house and hang out and cook food maybe or watch a movie that's kind of nice and I think a thing that helps with finding balance or like staying sane throughout winter months and then spring was amazing I traveled a lot for work things picked back up with nature with the seasons and traveling to California and then to North Carolina which was cool to get a balance of west coast city versus the south and the trees and nature and everything especially as it was springtime everything was coming back to life that was so beautiful and very Mm -hmm. calming and just solitude out there in the trees miss that that was nice got to be a number one tip to help find a little bit of calm is just to go walk around in nature because Nature is just always doing this thing and doesn't really care about where you're at in life. It's just
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice thing.
1: So that has how my winter spring has been a lot of work, a lot of ups and downs, and then traveling and reflecting. And now it's summer. Now it's hundred degrees
0: outside. You know? <laughs> We're almost there at the summer solstice. But in case folks don't know what other work that you do, Jackson, would you mind sharing?
1: For work, I like to take photos, I work in coffee, and then I was traveling for modeling gigs, a thing that I've started recently, over the last couple of years, and everything's picking back up. And then post-COVID, seasons again, I everyone itching to do everything, and create, I feel like that's a big energy and thing that I've at least experienced a lot yeah. over the last year, just everyone like dying to create and then share those creations, or perform those creations, and just... just create and get out there kind of in an energy that's carrying me through
0: yeah i was actually reflecting that with a friend how it feels almost like all that energy that was felt pre-covid is being picked up now again and revisiting and it's nice to see just things opening up again in general and more ways it's been obviously a steady process after covid so it's cool to see yeah yeah. Are you? What
1: have you been up to in <laughs> winter and spring? And now, how have you been?
0: A lot of growth. Winter was extremely introspective for me. I took a long time away from social media, like on my personal accounts, and just to continue to find that balance with it. I've been very determined to have a healthy relationship with social media. I feel like it was probably early last year, I just became much more aware of, where I was putting my attention and not wanting to only live online. So I've been doing my best to bring my attention back and to having the balance. Cause we obviously need the social media <laughs> because that's just the way our society is working now. So I was, was really active with that and I turned 33 in December. So it was my birthday month. And after I noticed myself just becoming much more disciplined It was a really cool thing for me to observe, disciplined with my meditation and my yoga practice, and I felt a heightened level of duty come over me where it just felt like I was growing. I don't want to say growing up, but maturing, just a new level of maturity surfaced. So it was something really cool for me to observe, and I feel like I have become more embodied in many ways, too, since winter and going into spring and definitely nature has helped me to find that balance. I want to give a shout out to my friends at the Mojave Center. They're a nonprofit. They have their center based in Tacopa, California, which is about an hour and a half from Vegas. And I got to participate in a couple of their workshops in April. And that is always such medicine for me because not only is it just super fun, educational to help out, but I always end up meeting really awesome people and I made a really good friend coming out of there. I think big shout out to them, all the work that they're doing. If y'all have never heard of them, they do earth building structures and they do workshops usually every fall and spring. And their website is called mojavecenter.org and you can find them on social media at Mojave Center. So yeah, huge shout out to them and how they're helping people find their purpose And also curiosity and that childlike curiosity, because I find that a lot of times when I've participated in their workshops, it's like people just become that little kid again. We know if we have a flashback to when we were kids, maybe playing in mud and just how fun that was. And just seeing these grown adults tapping into that, it's very magical. So yeah, huge shout out to them.
1: That sounds amazing. A lovely retreat.
0: So I know you haven't been out there yet, Jackson, so hopefully in the future you can check out what they're doing. Yeah, that could be a nice little
1: fine enjoyment in the the nature of the desert because it, it is its own beautiful biome and nature and everything. I prefer trees myself, but I know there's a lot of great things out there. In the
0: yeah, it's just we deal with a bit of a harsher climate, right? The winters are hard. The summers are hard. <laughs> We've become very resilient out here in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> it breeds a different kind of people you mentioned. it does and I've had such life-changing things happen in the desert I'm grateful for it for sure and the cool thing too about Tacopa is that there's these hot springs so it's really nice you get some healing waters and you can just separate a little bit from the big city yeah that sounds good I have heard of the hot springs actually that sounds very rejuvenating Yeah, I'm actually wearing a shirt of theirs right now from the Mojave Center. So I'm just, I'm I'm wrapping them all the way through. I love them. Is their
1: next event going to be in the fall?
0: Yeah, they wrapped up now because they usually wrap up in the summer since it gets so hot. So they'll resume, I believe, in the fall. And then, yeah, they'll be rocking and rolling. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, just a little bit of everything, winter and to spring, and a lot of nature time. So I'm glad that we both found that balance with nature. This I think we always try to, given the, our interests and what have you. But it's always nice to see how nature always helps.
1: Yeah, it really does. There's there's a lot to life all the time. I think that's like the theme of life and the theme of equanimity is to try and just realize that's okay craziness and ups and downs and all this all this stuff yeah to find growth in it and introspection and to slow down a little bit disconnected from all the technology disconnected from a city just to go outside of the city and find a place to rest that's such a cool simple thing that we can do that we might just get so caught up in our day-to-day forget to take that 24-hour period for ourselves
0: yeah just if we think about it energetically right it's like a city is a place of creation right we're all running around getting work done there's a lot of creative energy in that way but there's a lot of stagnation too that gets built up because usually we're not immersed in nature in cities and so all that asphalt and everything it just creates this stagnation and adds a lot of anxiety so it's important to leave it every now and then I agree do you have any places where you live Jackson that's like maybe doesn't give you full-on nature vibe but gives you a little bit of that taste even when you can't leave the city
1: city parks are city parks yeah artificially planted trees and stuff like that Mm. I know to connect with grass is always great. I think I find some peace, especially right now, either early in the morning or at an hour or two after the sun goes down, the weather is perfect, It's especially as the breeze rolls through. So to go find just a chill place that has outdoor seating during those hours is really nice. And yeah, it's not necessarily the most nature, but to just be outside and feel the elements, however heavy that is. And if you can go out there with friends too, and just, just all go chat outside. Away from anything
0: else. Yeah, it's amazing, right? What just grounding, just putting your feet in grass can do to your whole energy. Yeah, and just taking a walk
1: around your neighborhood or through a park or something,
0: mm-hmm. just
1: for 30 minutes,
0: leave your phone behind or something.
1: Make a world of difference, in my experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now more and more research is coming out where it's showing. The health impacts that so much tech is having on our mental health and our overall health. And I'm happy the stats are finally coming out. But I feel as humans, we're in a bit of a pickle because we're trying to find the balance with it. But at the same time, there is such an acceleration with tech. And I feel like even in these last months, there's been such a boom with AI which is cool, right? It's really cool on one end, but on the other end is, okay, how do we find balance with all of this?
1: Yeah, that's a whole crazy thing. that We could do a whole (laughs) separate episode on a deep dive of what what it's capable of. And I know they've been working on it for years, but for the public just to be scratching the surface for their very first time and the things that are being created with it, it's pretty wild. I did see a nice quote today from the video game CEO, funny enough, but when asked about how AI will play a role into things in creations and storytelling and stuff like that, he had a nice review on that AI as a tool that can help speed things up or mm-hmm. streamline certain processes. But when it comes down to that creation and that genuine thing from the soul, that's what we're all after when we turn to art is someone else's self-expression and what it might mean for yeah. us. But that, the, as the dude said, and we can... Post later who it was from. But that genius is a human thing and it will remain that way. And that's the act of all of us creating and yeah, truly making that art is always going to be a human thing, or at least at the core of it. And it is crazy. The digital art that AI can make or storytelling, even. But I think when it comes down to the nuances of the human experience, it is easy to write a commercial pop song that will appeal to a wide vast audience and then you might be able to use ai to even do that but i don't know to create something that is true to an individual and cuts deep and speaks to the nuances of life and might actually resonate deeper with someone else too and maybe help them heal through something yeah i feel like Mm -hmm. that is yeah a human creation or something from the soul which hopefully the robots don't have yet
0: yeah i think you nailed it jackson with Bring up the word experience. And that's actually something I heard somebody else speak about too. That experience is something that AI doesn't have, right? That's the part that it lacks, right? So I think now more than ever, increasingly mental health and overall well being is talked about more, promoted more. But I hope that people don't feel like they are not valuable or whatever they might bring won't be valuable for the future because of the fear that a robot can take away a potential job. I don't know, right? There's so much that I have no idea how things are gonna go down. But what I feel is that as this rise of AI comes through, there's also a challenge of each person really going within more, really understanding who they are, what is it that brings you light what makes you feel passion so who knows if this is going to challenge people to be authentic and to really like own who they are especially if more of the automated things potentially an AI could take over so what makes you shine what makes you unique that can't become an automated job that AI can take on I think that's a super cool
1: way to look at it, an optimistic view of a positive thing that could come out of that. Just yeah. more introspection, more self reflection, and trying to create from a place of that, a place of as deep as possible. That it's funny to talk this way, but it is right around the corner. But to get that deep and pull from a place that robots have not read that the AI doesn't quite have, because that is all this crazy super fast data and the way that and language mm-hmm. models, the way that they can create speech and everything, but. At the end of the day, to describe human emotions don't even make sense. We don't even know how to describe them. That's what we try to do through paintings and photos and music, and cooking, yeah. whatever your art is that, that brings you that joy that you put all that passion into. How do you even describe passion besides creating the thing? That's all quite something that is still up to the human to do, I think, yeah, us to do. So it makes it get even more creative, something that hasn't been produced before and data that the AI can't pull from. You have to make something entirely new so that could generate a whole new wave of
0: artistry that's a cool thought in my opinion yeah i just keep seeing the words human expression experience connection and the backtrack to my mojave center (laughs) shout out i think that's what i feel the most when i'm out there is that raw human connection and what's so cool what they're doing is they're taking Ancient practices of creating homes into the modern day perspectives. And honestly, whenever I'm out there, I barely touch my phone because there's just so much to be done with your hands and you're getting dirty. You're one with earth, quite literally. And then you have to be paying attention as you're collaborating with other people. So the structure that you're building doesn't fall over or that nobody gets hurt. It's cool because I think that as much as there's this trend to get even more immersed in tech, there's also this trend of how can we connect more as human beings? Yeah, there's so much
1: sociology that we could dive into that <laughs> oh, that divide that more and more tech becomes integrated in every single part of everyday life, right? From birth to death, like tech is getting interwoven in each of those stages. And growing up, my... Have cell phones, might have social media as part of their integral self identity, which wasn't a thing before. Right no we grew up maybe knowing that it was possible, or maybe calling someone as a teenager to talk. Part of our social identities were like, oh, we can use this tool to be able to communicate with people over long distance, but never was it a part of our self identity,
0: like discovering mm-hmm.
1: ourselves at the age of seven months old <laughs> with an iPad in our face. Yeah. Discovering what it means to walk and get attention from people at one and a half. Well, knowing that you're getting views on TikTok for it. When people send me baby videos, and like cute little, di- it's crazy to me to think that two or three-year-olds know that thousands of people are watching them a TikTok thing. And that will become an integral part of their self-identity. And those early years are like what it means to be you, what it means to the self and the ego. Yeah, and Yeah. Essentially, as more tech gets baked into what it means to be ourselves and our ego, then you will have either a counter revolution later on when all those people grow up and are like man this is kind of whack or even right now is like that divide creates and some people don't want to get trapped into <laughs> people yeah. don't want to get sucked into tech being everything and they might just push for that, I don't know, being a digital nomad or minimalist digital minimalist is one of the yeah that's Countyport, I think just finding ways to hardly use it throughout the day but to your point, we still have to use it for business tools and communication and social Mm -hmm. media plays a vital role in in sharing your art or sharing your business, sharing your passions. We do have to use it, but there's a way to just make it a tool and not a whole part of our identity.
0: Maybe in the future, another book that we dive into is this book called How to Break Up With Your Phone. And (laughs) it's a book that I forget the author, but the point is to reshape that relationship with your tech to where, yeah, it's not that you don't use it completely, but it's what you had just said about converting it into a tool versus it running your life. So that might be something fun to dive into in the future.
1: Yeah, I think we could that plays a huge role in self-love and self-identity and self-expression a lot of the things that younger people honestly everyone gets caught up with social media and the comparison bias and all that stuff yeah for us to be talking about balance i think a large part of that at least for me has come down to weaning off of all the social media so all these things that don't serve to connect you with who you are or with nature or with friends and setting a time limit to how much you can use Instagram or Twitter, or whatever it is that's your favorite. Maybe only choosing one or two of the social media apps to have too. Cause there was a time that I could have more than one and I don't even know how. I could barely handle Instagram now. But to yeah. think about I could let that go through every day, bouncing around to all of them. And that's a whole lot of bandwidth that your brain is using up on your phone instead of with itself. And we thought about digital minimalism and disconnecting mm-hmm. in that way especially on podcasts, it's about balance.
0: Exactly. That'll be great to dive into more. And I think actually this segues into the book that we're going to be focusing on, which is called Emergent Strategy, Shaping Change, Changing Worlds. And it's by Adrian Marie Brown. And I want to give a shout out to my friend, Joey Posada. He's one of my besties who gifted me this and i'm so grateful that he did he does a lot of community work in portland and we always like to swap stories of the work that i'm doing out here in vegas and online and the work that he's doing out there so big shout out to my friend for gifting me this it really ties into what we are trying to accomplish here at the love yourself foundation perfectly So I'm really excited to dive into this with Jackson. And I'm gonna just give a little bit of, I'm gonna read the back of the book. And then I'm gonna read today a poem that she writes at the beginning. And then we're gonna reflect a little bit on it, have some thoughts as a little teaser of what to expect in the future when we dive into this more. But here's the back description of emergent strategy. Inspired by Octavia Butler's explorations of our human relationship to change, Emergent strategy is radical self-help, society help, and planet help, designed to shape the futures we want to live. Change is constant. The world is in a continual state of flux. It is a stream of ever-mutating emergent patterns. Rather than steel ourselves against such change, This book invites us to feel, map, assess, and learn from the swirling patterns around us in order to better understand and influence them as they happen. This is a resolutely materialist spirituality based equally on science and science fiction, a visionary incantation to transform that which ultimately transforms us. So there's a little description. Any thoughts on that, Jackson, before I read the poem?
1: I think it's super cool. I like a lot the balance of science and spirituality or like science and mysticism. Mm-hmm. That was a huge part of my journey. And I'm actually reading a book right now, gifted to me from friend friend, J. Sweniel. The Tao Physics, which is written by a physicist and talks about mm-hmm. how many parallels there are from Eastern mysticism that correlate with Western physics and study of that study of anatomy of the world and how essentially we're all looking at the same thing maybe just saying it differently but at yeah. the end of the day we're all just people and yeah. for this book to be written with that kind of viewpoint from science fiction and science down to spirituality and integration of the world in the self that's it's just all
0: and i'm right there with you it's been a big part of my personal journey to bridging both worlds and more and more science is proving things that spirituality has been talking about for some time or energetics the energetics of living so it's very cool and it's a fun fun thing to be observing i think sometimes whenever i've gotten too logical (laughs) i like to zoom out and i like to reflect on how we are on this planet right now and revolving around this sun like that is so wild that's what's happening right now (laughs) That is,
1: I love to look at it that way. I think that, or at least hopefully people see that more and more, just that comment to reflect on that we're just little dust particles floating around in a giant world, mm-hmm. giant galaxy. But it is crazy. That, that is what it is, Man, for as big as, mm-hmm. as we feel our individual problems are every day, as heavy or dramatic as they can be. And i like, yeah, take a step back and just zoom out <laughs> very far away. We're all dust particles, stardust particles on a floating rock. Yeah. That's wild. To your point, that is so wild.
0: Just crazy. And the miracle of life, right? How, like, it's beautiful. Like, everything on Earth is interconnected. Every life form has a purpose. And when one species gets disrupted, we all do. It can get sad when we think of the negative impacts, right? That Earth has gone through, is going through. But the beautiful side is the constant pursuit of balance that earth undergoes every day and at least for me in my own life that's what's given me such grounding feeling when things get hard is to remind myself I am not alone because I'm a human being and this part of this human species and this interconnected web of life on earth
1: (laughs) yes you're absolutely right Um and not only are you human but connected with nature, there's so many reflections of patterns in trees or veins of leaves and how certain rocks so much and fruit, the symmetry and pattern in and, and food in and the food that we eat gets crazy just to see nature's doing that thing and how much of it can align to the ecosystem of the body. And then I think mm-hmm. we see all that as so, well. We are really just all one, all part of this thing.
0: Yeah, we are part of it. Like we might have one our own lives are very unique and are personalities, all that, but we are connected. And that's something that science has proven in different theories too. It's all catching up. (laughs) So I'm going to read from Emergent Strategy right now. And uh, hey, if anybody feels called to purchase this book... We're not getting any money if you do that just as a like <laughs> FYI. <laughs> but if people want to to go along with how me and Jackson will be going down and reflecting on this book, totally welcome to do that. Check out a local it, bookstore if you can. If you have those around you. Yes, there's a great one in downtown if, if you're in Vegas called Writer's Blog that I love. And that's and, actually uh, where I bought
1: dope is downtown as well. They're a cool little bookstore and vinyl store. I'm just focused on the analog and books, paper, and then vinyl and records. Love it. A cool shop. And they host events there and most First Fridays and things like that.
0: Awesome. And I don't recall the name of it right now, but there's also I'm hearing a really good one in Orleans Square. A really good bookstore oh, yeah. there.
1: Avant Pop. Okay. A V A N T Pop. They're okay. super cool. And the first time I met the owner of that bookstore was at like a random event downtown and he was selling his poetry very talented individual and super cool guy yeah they have a little bookshop in New Orleans Square now thanks for remembering that
0: yeah so if y'all are able to shop local always encouraged yeah I think Joey actually got me this from writer's block and if you're not in Vegas just do a little search a little search on what local bookshops around you we can guarantee that there's at least one I know that In today's day and age, it's so easy to order on Amazon, but uh, not to shame people for doing that. There's definitely a time and place for it. But if you can purchase a book locally, definitely a good route to take. So I'm going to read this poem now, which I think is a really good summary too of what well, she's aiming for the readers to get out of this book if you do have this book or if you do want to purchase it it's on page 24 <laughs> <Great> <laughs> so yeah to i'm gonna go tell. ahead yeah i'm gonna go ahead and read it and then jackson and i will reflect a little bit on it so it's called a complex movement <laughs> over and over again it becomes known the peace we seek is seeking us the joy of full bud, awaiting our attention, justice in our hands, longing to be practiced, the whole world learning from within, this thrilling more in the universe, laboratory labyrinth, internalized demands, you are the one you are waiting for. Externalized love bind us together into a greater self, a complex movement, a generative abundance, and embodied evolution, learn to be here. Critique is a seductress. Her door is always open. So what if you get some? We're going further past reform. To wonder, this requires comprehension that cannot fit in words. Out beyond our children, beyond the end of time, there is a ceaseless cycle, a fractal of sublime, and we come to create it. To soil our hands and faces, loving and loving ourselves and all our places, and that's it. Well, yeah. What initial thoughts do you get, Jackson, after hearing that?
1: Yeah. So checking out. That's the second time we've gone over it now, and I definitely recommend to to reread that a couple times because that more and more sticks out. But I feel like from the very start to the end, a lot of it is about looking within for the change on the outside, right? Like the things in our external world, we can move forward by healing ourselves within. And even talking at the very end there about like out past our children, out in the future, there's like this Nirvana or world and it says that we create it. So it's like the things that we do now, they are impactful for future generations. And that's an external thing right there the actions that we choose, we can make a difference in the world. And another quote was, all that we seek is seeking us. Is that? Yeah, just all of that is just everything that we're looking for. You already have it. Everything that you need is already within you. And I know that's like a cheesy phrase, but it really is something that kind of, I don't know, when you realize that yeah, validation doesn't exist in other people, happiness doesn't exist in other people, the perfect body, like none of that is to be created from other people's standards. All of that is what you decided is for every individual Mm -hmm. to turn within and find what brings you the most joy to be comfortable in your body by eating whatever you want. Like eating healthy foods is recommended for sure for your bio system, but don't not allow yourself to have a slice of pizza with the family on (laughs) a Friday night (laughs) because you have to have this perfect body or a cake for your birthday because you're following the specific if you don't want to have those things don't absolutely like it's totally up to you but uh -uh. if you're dying for it and restricting yourself because you feel that you have to look a certain way that is not the truth no one beauty standards are so fickle those have changed throughout Mm -hmm. the human cycle from how people are supposed to look to having the most meat on their bones that used to represent wealth and status them. to having some and curves was great to like being Barbie Dolphin was a trend now I'm, they're all just trends designed by some crazy yeah. conglomerate to sell whatever it's like I say all that to just say that none of it is real and only thing is real is if you are happy in your body mm-hmm. and the first step to take towards that in my opinion is to go within because if we look to outside sources to tell us how to be happy within our body we are only yeah. going to find whatever the current fat is and that might take a lot of work to get there and not be fair to you and what you want out of life so right. that's a long-winded message about looking within all of us seek, seeking us everything that that we could want or need is already inside and yeah. in nature and then what else oh and something that out the first time that we went over it was Critique is a seductress, the door is always her door is always open. I thought that was a cool line too. That's been playing a lot in my own personal life as far as overly critiquing things. Or it's, it's easy mm. to point out the wrong in every situation. To know that every negative, just based on how the world works, physics and spirituality, yeah. every negative also has a positive. Yeah. So that's another cheesy phrase or cliche thing to, to find positive in every moment. But everything can be a learning lesson, a learning moment. Yeah. And if that's the only positive that you learned not to do this next time, that is still a positive. It might not change the shitty thing that happened now or before, yeah. but if you learned a lesson from it that you can't even enact right now, just somewhere in the future, that can still be a positive thing. And for every negative, there is a positive. And to catch ourselves when we get too caught up in, in focusing on the negatives or overly critiquing things or, it should be this way or it could be that way and instead of just being like, oh, it is what it is yeah. and moving
0: forward from there. Yeah. I appreciate that reflection. And yeah, thank you for that. It feel I feel like it all sunk in more to the words that she was expressing in the poem. One of the lines that stuck out a lot for me too was the joy of full bud awaiting our attention just as in our hands, longing to be practiced. Something about all of that makes me really happy. <laughs> I think the, and it reminds me of life again, going back to cycles and just the natural rhythm of life. And I think that human salvation is for us to remind ourselves that we are of earth, that we abide by the same cycles and winter was tough. But knowing that spring was going to come right around the corner gives me such comfort, especially when hard moments come is okay, it might be hard for a little while. But as long as you take care of yourself and do the things that you know, you're going to be able to find balance to reach that moment of a new bloom. And that's resonated so much with me. And that's what reminded me as I read that the joy of full bud It's like we have to give opportunity to ourselves to grow and remind ourselves that, again, we might be going through a tough time. But by watering ourselves, feeding ourselves, doing all the things to, like you said, take care of ourselves, we will make it through. So we can see a new bloom, a new cycle emerge in our life. And it can be hard because with what we were talking about before, with the rise of tech, this instant gratification, they just make it easier on us.
1: Dancing gratification is a thing that makes everything seem so hard to do. do do Three days for shipping. Are you kidding? (laughs) Everything seems, seems, yeah, dramatic and heightened to think about. When we have the world in the palm of our hand and how we can get it. that that The fruits of our labor might take a bit longer than a a tap. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Things take time. Last week we had a women's event so grateful for it and big shout out to all the women that came and one of the ladies mentioned she made a point to emphasize to break down the words take your time and really emphasizing on the word your it's like your time things take time so if there's like a project or even if it's whatever you might be going through personally is just knowing it's gonna take time but it's gonna it's gonna get better and she referenced how a baby takes nine months to really develop before he or she comes out of the womb, and it's that's it. Sure, sometimes there are babies that come out sooner, but on average, it's nine months. So if there's a project right that you're working on, or if it's something you're going through personally, it's like trust the timing and that flow. And uh, yeah, so yeah, that's kind I of my thought.
1: In like a simple. Way for me, going through something difficult is to just put the phone somewhere else, in another room. Like it sucks to tackle all those things, but I don't know. To be connected with that instant gratification world and that hyper importance of everything is, for some reason, an issue when you go online, whether it is or not. It's just everything is wrong. Yeah, that's like the overall message of the internet. Yeah, to take time and a break from that. I like to take your time, and even mm-hmm. the emphasis on your and i'm sure like breaking down all three of those emphasis on take as well you might have to cut certain things out or redesign certain parts of your life to to get that time mm-hmm. back from everything that's trying to take it really from an attention economy so everyone's always biting at your mm-hmm. attention your focus i need to take that back because it is yours and no one else's yeah
0: yeah i really like what you just said about attention economy it's that's the reality right it's like that's the main reason they want us to stay glued on our phone and not that there's bad things that com- it's not all bad obviously there's a lot of good that comes through it but it's finding that balance it and tailoring
1: happens. the social media certain ones at least like i feel like you can tailor to see only what you want to mm-hmm. throw in some like healing pages and quotes and writings or yes. drawings, just things that you're interested in and not getting caught up in the for you page and just letting them feed you mm-hmm. whatever they think you might like but
0: instead just going after being intentional, yeah. intentional with that's it becoming intentional as much as we can and give yourself time to get there and yeah, giving yourself time right? yeah take oh, your time those are
1: two quotes that candor was when because you said even i think following the cycles of nature like there was someone that was speaking on that that m- made that click for me. Winter comes around for the earth, different parts, and uh, things like die and just dead and gone. And some parts stay gone forever, and then some parts find new ways to heal and bloom again through spring and summer. And that's true to that humans are one with nature. You know, if mm-hmm. you're going through a cycle to know that, like, even at the lowest of low, you do have to live through that, like, a couple months of winter. Like, you have to go through those things. They take time but then slowly again it can bloom and blossom and yeah. heal throughout that cycle and then another quote on top of that to help us all like through those metaphorical winter times i want to say that it was shy of buff but i don't know it's always okay in the end mm. so if it's not okay right now like it's not the end
0: it's yeah forever.
1: like it will be okay you've survived i think that's true for everyone that is like here and alive now, no matter how much it hurts or how much the surviving yeah. may suck at times, like you are here. So objectively, exactly. you've beaten every battle that's come before you. Mm-hmm. You're still here. So years, decades of beating battles. Give yourself some credit. and Know that you can tackle yeah. whatever is ahead of you.
0: I love that one. That's helped me a lot through some difficult moments in my past. Is reminding myself that, holy crap, I have survived my worst days. I'm here. And there's so much to be grateful for. And it doesn't mean that we don't feel and it doesn't mean we don't acknowledge, right, the bad things. But it gives you that resilience, right, and that hope that tomorrow the sun is going to rise. And with that knowing, it's okay. Things can get better. Yeah. Was this was a very lovely Jackson and I, I think we, we've made a good comeback <laughs> I hope so you. hope you y'all are, enjoy whoever you. listened
1: thank, thank you for you. this lovely conversation and for everything coming up it'll be a nice thing to yeah. balance and positivity and, you know, to get other people involved
0: as well yeah I'm excited to be back I'm excited to get a good season of episodes with you, Jackson, and see all the fun stuff that we'll get to talk about and learn and grow together and share with the people that listen. And uh, we definitely always encourage folks to share the podcast. Please also take a listen to the conversation with Alan JR. They're about to do some real cool stuff on their season. So check out all the fun stuff they're going to be talking about and a big shout out to our new student interns that are going to be editing our episodes, Kai, Manny, and Christina. So they're going to make this all possible on the back end. So much gratitude to them. And who knows, maybe they'll want to hop on the mic at some point with us too. All right, Jackson, thank you so much. Any closing thoughts before we hop off?
1: Thank you again for all of this. And Yeah, I like the focus on cycles and giving yourself time. I think that's an amazing message.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Jackson. And appreciate you. And just a lot of gratitude being here. And I'm excited to keep going. Thank you, Monica.
1: We'll talk soon.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Jackson. And to everybody listening, thank you so much. Please leave us a review. Please share this podcast with anybody that you think this could help. And just I hope everyone has a beautiful day, whatever you're going through. Remind yourself of your breath. And if anything, you can always count on that as your grounding force. Much love to everybody. Until next time. Peace.
1: Beautiful. Thank you all.